Hello, and welcome back to Overbooked, a podcast for stories. I am your host, Caroline Hansen. Today, I will be going over all the books I have so far read in the year of 2023. There is about 40 of them. Um, I think that's actually a pretty average number. I feel like now that I am on Book Talk, some people read 20 to 30 a month, and to me, that's just not doable. So 40 so far up until October feels pretty good for me. I'll probably do another 10, maybe 15, depending on how the rest of the year goes for me. This is my busy season for work, so we might have more. I'll do a little update at the beginning of next year for like what's left out from this episode, but today I'll be going over the 40 that I have read. Next week, I'm going to be covering Home Before Dark by Riley Sager. I love this book, and I feel like it's just the perfect book to review right before Halloween. It's so spooky and so scary. Honestly, that book freaked me out. It's basically like Amityville horror, and she has to go back to the house as an adult because she inherited it from her father after he passed away and the hauntings start again. So it's a good one. If you're a scaredy cat and don't want to read it, that episode will be perfect for you um, because I won't be scary about it. Don't worry. I'll just be like filling you in on what's happening, and it's just going to be a really fun one, and I'm really excited. Sorry I didn't have an episode last week. Like I said, it's my busy season with work and I just got a little overwhelmed, but I'm here this week and I will also be back next week. Without further ado, let's just go ahead and jump into the books. So my very first read was His and Hers by, I believe, Alice Feeney. And I hate when all the characters are bad. I just don't really want any of them to succeed. Luckily, I figured out the twist. So... Once I figured it out, I just confirmed it online and then I felt good about not finishing it. But from what I did read, I would give it like maybe a three out of five, but it was just not the book for me and no shame in not finishing books. Honestly, don't waste your time with something that you don't love. My second book was The Mother Next Door. This is actually a Halloween time book, so it'd be a good book to read right now. I love this. It's kind of like Desperate Housewives meets Spooky Halloween ghost story with a new mom who moved in with like a secret past with the area itself. I gave this a four out of five, would totally recommend this book. Next, I read the plot. This guy has a student, he's like a English like writing teacher, and he has a student who just sucks, who wrote like the world's best plot for a book, but then the student dies and he steals it. And then someone knows and basically is like, making his life a nightmare because of it. This book was just fun and really, really unique, especially the twist on the name. I won't spoil anything, but that really got me. I actually had a coworker recommend this to me and I rated this a four out of five. Next, I read The Dead Romantics. This was for my neighborhood book club and this book just sucked. I'm gonna be honest with you. And if you liked it, that's totally fine. I gave it like a two and a half, maybe even a two out of five. It felt like the author had never talked to a boy in their life, maybe. And I actually really liked a lot of the characters. Like, I liked the family. I liked the dad. The whole, like, owning, like, a mortuary situation was really fun. But the girl herself was kind of insufferable. And I think the love interest was fine. I don't know. It was just very cringy and just... I don't know. It just creeped me out. It's basically like, oh, what is it? Just Like Heaven with Reese Witherspoon. That was a great movie. It's very similar to that, just not as good. 
So just watch that movie instead and you'll be happy. <laughs> the next book was The Housemaid. I mean, who did not read this book at the beginning of this year or at any point in this year? I loved this book. If you have read The Last Mrs. Parrish, I think this is a better version of that because The Last Mrs. Parrish, you're like in the head or I guess like the narrator is not a nice person. And this is opposite. Like you like the person that you're with the whole entire time. And I thought this book was amazing, obviously. And I gave it a 4.5 out of 5. Next, I read Killjoy, which is the novella for A Good Girl's Guide to Murder. It was so fun. It was like before everything. And it was a little murder mystery party that Jamie hosted. I thought it was so cute. I love Pip. I'll read anything with Pip. I gave this a 4.5 out of 5. And for those who don't know, a Good Girl's Guide to Murder is becoming a series and the cast is perfect and I cannot wait for it to come out. The next book I read, I was just on a Holly Jackson kick. I read Five Survive and I gave it a four out of five. So this is the only Holly Jackson book I've read outside of A Good Girl's Guide to Murder, which I don't know if she's written anything else besides A Good Girl's Guide to Murder, but this book was really fun. It, it wasn't like her other series, but it was still really good and the twist was really good. And I don't know if I said it, but I gave it a four out of five. Next was a reread for the podcast. So number eight was Verity. I'd read this before. Once again, I loved it. I gave it a four out of five. Number nine was The Paris Apartment, also another reread for the podcast, and I gave it a four out of five. I love The Paris Apartment. A lot of people don't, and that's totally fine, but I love this one, and also listening to it is so fun because everyone has either English or French accents, and it's just so satisfying. The next book, number 10, was The Housemaid's Secret, so the second book to The Housemaid, and that was also really, really good. The twist was awesome. I kind of had like an idea of the twist, but not to the extent that it was, and I really liked it, and I gave it a 4 out of 5. My 11th book of the year was The Last to Vanish. I gave this a 4 out of 5. I freaking love Megan Miranda so much. A friend from elementary school actually got me into her. She messaged me on my Thrill Book Club Instagram like two or three years ago recommending me to this author, and so glad she did. Love her. This book was so, so fun. I love the setting. I love the characters. But that does lead me to my 12th book of the year, which was The Only Survivors by Megan Miranda. And you guys, I didn't really like this book. I gave it a 3.5 out of 5. I was very disappointed. I don't think it was her best book, but I still love her. Basically, this like group of high schoolers did something bad. And once a year, they get together and like don't talk about it. And why they got together was never really explained and made no sense at all. And I just think it was a weak book, but wasn't the worst book I ever read. I will say that. I've read worse. So my 13th book of the year was The Maid's Diary, which I gave a four out of five. This book is so good. It's not like a difficult read. It's really fast. It's easy. The twist is great. I would highly recommend. Love this book. Also, I can't remember if I keep adding the ratings, but this was a four out of five. If I did say it, I'll just edit this out or leave it. I don't know. Number 14 was The Inmate. Oh man, I love Frieda McFadden. There's a lot of her on here. This book was so good. The twist was amazing and I gave it a 4.5 out of 5. Number 15 was another reread for the podcast. It was The Maid. Oh my gosh, I love this book so much. It's a 5 out of 5 for me. Some people hate this book. You either click with it or you don't, but this book has a special place in my heart. So a perfect five. 
Number 16 was the love hypothesis for, for the podcast. I didn't really like this book. I, I think I re, like redid a lot of my ratings now that I'm looking back on them. And I demoted this rating. It's a 2.5 out of 5, maybe even a 2. I don't think it was very good. I didn't like it. Number 17 was The Woman in the Library. This one was absolutely amazing. And I don't see people talking about it at all. Basically, this group of strangers is at the Boston Public Library when a murder occurs. And they're like kind of bond over it. But one of them is the murderer somehow. And it's so good and so unique. And I gave it a 4 out of 5. Number 18 was The Perfect Marriage. I read this for the podcast and I gave this a 4.5 out of 5. I loved this book. I actually, <laughs> I like feel dumb now. I didn't see the twist coming at all. And now it kind of seems obvious, but like the killers were not even on my suspect list at any point. And I just thought it was so good. And I don't know. I loved it. It was a bit thrillery and really, really fun. So Number 19 was War D by Frieda McFadden. And I actually think this might be like my favorite Frieda McFadden book, which no one else would ever say. But I loved how like suspenseful and scary it was. And I gave it a 4.5 out of 5. I absolutely loved it. Number 20 was Beach Read for the podcast as well. Oh my gosh, Gus. Just what an amazing man. Loved that book so much. Gave it a 4 out of 5. Number 21 was Never Lie also another Freedom McFadden. Actually, this might be one of my favorite Freedom McFadden books. This one was so good, like snowed in on like a spooky estate. There's like connections there. One of them secretly trying to solve a murder. Oh, really, really good. Four out of five. Next, number 22 was All the Dangerous Things. I also reviewed this for the podcast. This one was such, such a good mystery book. I was duped so hard. I love it when that happens, and I gave this book a 4 out of 5. It also takes place in, like, was it South Carolina? Basically, like, kind of picture, like, the notebook house is, like, where she grew up, but even, like, more Victorian and, like, Southern and amazing. And just, like, the setting of it was also beautiful, which is always very, very fun. So number 23 was The Locked Door. Oh, my gosh, another Freedom McFadden. This one freaked me out like no one's business. I was actually so scared that I didn't give this a very good rating. I give it like a 3.5 out of 5, but it was good. I was just like actually disturbed for a while. I don't know why because it's really not that like spooky of a book, but it just like really got to me and I was freaked out. So number 24. Oh, such a good one. Fourth wing, five out of five. I am, uh, I need to reread this book this month because next month I'm going to have Stephanie back on the podcast and we are going to review Iron Flame. And I just like want to, I don't know, brush up on just what happened, especially the very end. And I'm so excited for the sequel. It's going to be so much fun. This was also another podcast book. If you guys haven't listened to that one, I think that's one of like my favorite episodes ever recorded. The quality is not great because Stephanie had my really good microphone and I kind of had just this random one, but I think it's worth it. So I would still listen to it. <laughs> okay. Number 25 was the Atlas six, another podcast book. And you know what? I did not like this book. I'm giving it like a 2.5 out of five. I didn't vibe with it. I did not. The concept of like a secret society within the library of Alexandria is so cool. And I don't think enough was done with it. You don't even like get to go down to the library and all the characters were like mean and I didn't like them. So 
I just didn't feel very attached to any of the characters, the book itself. And I was kind of let down by like the world building around it. And it just did not meet my standards. So and most people would not agree with my rating and that's totally okay. Number 26 was Killers of a Certain Age, another podcast book. You guys already know, I love this book. It was so freaking good. It's like Charlie's Angels, but they're older and even better at their jobs. And I gave it a four out of five. And the setting is so much fun. They're like in the Caribbean and then they're like in New Orleans and then they're in the English countryside and it's all beautiful and amazing. So, all right, number 27 was Better Than the Movies, another podcast book. Gave it a 4.5 out of 5, and this is my favorite rom-com of the year. I love this book so much. I talked about it on my Roman Empire books. This book is amazing. I'd recommend to anyone, absolutely anyone. So good. 28, The Thursday Murder Club, 5 out of 5, another podcast book. This series is amazing. Everyone should read it. The fourth book just came out as well, so there is four books to go through, each one being just as good as the last. So. Number 29 was The Hotel Nantucket, another podcast book. This one was a perfect five out of five for me. I love this book so much. It was so unique and so amazing. I actually need to go read The Five Star Weekend now. I love this book so much, 100% recommend, and now I need to go to Nantucket like as soon as possible, so. Number 30 was The Only One Left by Riley Sager. I love Riley Sager so much. I gave this a 4.5 out of five. This is just a good, solid thriller with a really good twist. Number 31, You Shouldn't Have Come Here. After reading The Perfect Marriage, I was like, this book's going to be amazing. And do you know what? It was good, but it wasn't amazing. And I gave it a three out of five. Number 32, Wrong Place, Wrong Time, a four out of five. This was also another podcast book. This one was really good, but just a little too long, but really good. I just wish it was a little bit shorter. It was kind of like, all right, come on, let's get to it. But also really, really good. Number 33, another podcast book, The X Talk. This maybe gets a three out of five. Maybe, honestly, a 2.5 out of five is, is a better rating. I didn't really like this book. I thought the main character was so pretentious and weird. And I think I talked about this one in the episode, but just like... Do you know what? I'm not going to bring it up. Listen to the episode. She was just kind of the worst, if I'm being honest. And that's it. Number 34, Magnolia Parks, another podcast book. During this episode, I think I gave it a little too much praise. But now that I think about it, I can confidently give it a 2.5 out of 5. Maybe even a 2 out of 5. I actually did not like this book, I don't think. It was like an even more toxic and gross version of Blair and Chuck, and I just don't understand the pull. This book, everyone loves it. So it's okay that I hate it because everyone else loves it. Just let me hate it. But I will not be reading the rest of the series. I think it's just weird. And that's all I'm going to say on that. You can come at me. That's totally okay because your opinion is valid and fair, but so is mine. And I think this book was bad. Number 35 was Delta County. My friend Megan recommended this to me. And man, she nailed it. This book was so good, so twisty. My heart was like devastated at the end. I was just shocked. Absolutely amazing. Four, maybe 4.5 out of five. This is a really, really good book and easy and quick and satisfying as heck. This was just such a good book. I would highly recommend. Number 36, another podcast book, The Coworker. 
This is by far my least favorite Freedom McFadden book. Three, 3.5 out of five. I actually left feeling like icky after reading this book. And now I can't look at turtles the same without being like grossed or creeped out. Like it has ruined turtles for me. Like that's, that's extreme. Okay. But I like, don't like turtles anymore. And it is Freedom McFadden's fault. Number 37 was Nine Liars. This is part of the Truly Devious series. And it was pretty good. Not like anything like the other books, but I gave it a 3.5 out of 5, but I still really liked it. It's hard to rate a book that's good, but compared to the rest of the series, not good. Because a 3.5 sounds bad, but I still liked it. But just compared to the first like three or four books, not so much, but I still liked it. Number 38 was The Thicket. I think this had a really good start and I put it on my Halloween guide and I, I still stand by that. Um, but the twist was just not what I wanted, so I ended up giving it a 3 out of 5. 39, Divine Rivals. Oh my gosh, 5 out of 5. Another podcast book. This is one of the best books of the year. I cannot wait for the second book to come out in December. Way too far away. I recommend this book to everyone. Like my sister, my sister-in-law, like every week I'm like, have you guys read it yet? It was one of my favorite reads ever. Love this book with a fire, fiery passion. Love it so much. And then my last book, which I still have a couple chapters left, is Vera Wong's Unsolicited Advice for Murderers. So I don't have a rating on this yet. It is so, so good so far. I'm actually listening to it. And Vera is like a Chinese-American immigrant. So she came from China and now she lives in San Francisco, owns a tea shop. Someone dies in her tea shop and she's trying to solve the murder. And the narration, like the accents are so perfect and it's so enjoyable. And I just love Vera, like Vera, Vera Wing, Vera Wong, Vera. Why, why I'm having a hard time with that. I love her so much. She's so great. And just look at like the cover of the book. It's just this cute little Chinese woman, like opening the blinds, like peeking out. And she's got like her cute little perm, like gray perm. And I just picture her so vividly in my mind. And she is so funny. She is so funny and hilarious and so confident in who she is and what she's capable of doing. And I think she's just one of my favorite characters ever. I love her so much. I'm also reading A Court of... Oh my gosh, what's the fourth book in Akatar? I'll look it up real quick. Okay, A Court of Starlight and Frost. Yeah, I have not finished Akatar, you guys. I still have the fourth and fifth book. So... I'm like half-ish way through with that one. It's so short, but the writing on the pages, honestly, a page is really like a page and a third or a page and a half of a regular book. It's like so small, but I just read a couple of chapters each night before bed. It's like my bedside book right now, and I'm not letting myself read it during the day. It's like how I calm myself down at night to get ready for bed, and it's so, so good, and I'm loving it. I took like a year-long break from Akatar and then dove back into it. Because I recommended this series to my esthetician and she's about to start that one. And I'm like, wait, crap, we need to be able to talk about it together. So I was like, I need to finish this series. And I'm just was finally ready to dive back into it. And I feel like I haven't forgotten anything, which is shocking because it's so detailed, but something comes up and I'm like, oh yeah, that happened like in the battle. Like for some reason, my memory is fresh on it and it has not been hard to dive back into luckily. So So those are all the books I've read so far this year. The ones I think I'm going to read next is Yours Truly. I've just heard such amazing things about this book. I want to read The Naturals. 
I want to read The Unfortunate Side Effects of Heartbreak and Magic. This one's going to surprise you all, but I want to read Ugly Love by Colleen Hoover. I, my hair girl recommended this to me and I trust her and I'm going to try it. Besides that, I also have like Salem's Lot by Stephen King. I have The Choice, The Vicious Games. I have a couple on there. I mean, honestly, I have like a bajillion on there. I think that's like my next in the lineup. Next week, obviously, I'm going to be covering a Riley Sager book, Home Before Dark. So I'm rereading that one, which I read like a couple years ago. But so far, it's just as good as I remember. But but we'll see what I read for the rest of the year. Not really sure how it's going to play out. But I am excited to see what other books I will read and what I'll rate them. And I'll keep you guys filled in on that. But so far, that is the list of the 40 books I have read this year. Let me know if you read them or if you completely disagree with my ratings. I love when people do. So let me know. I love to talk about it. Um, don't forget to head over to over.booked podcast to get a list of all the books if you want to and to get inspo for today's episode. And thanks so much for listening this week. And I will catch you all next Thursday.